0: My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the sensual, body-loving creatrix behind Kickass ass Witch, Putting the K in Magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode back on Blog Talk Radio. And today is the last show in the Body of a Witch series. The last time I will be saying I am the sensual body loving creatrix. <laughs> um, but before I get on to talking about the Body of a Witch, I want to thank some people. Uh, thank you, all of you, who like rallied and came to my defense over me not needing to change a thing. Don't change a thing, Joe. <laughs> Was. The huge, overwhelming message that I got after saying I got that four-star review and she was saying she'd listen more if the sound quality was better and why not take on ads or promotions and stuff like that. Um, I really did not take offense to her doing that. Of course, I would have preferred her to contact me privately, (laughs) but I actually think, what's her name, Ashley, Ashley Random, giving me that four-star review. I think, Ashley, you may be a kind of catalyst and that you may have just improved the show because two people, Jen and Michael, thank you guys for taking the time to reach out, did in fact say... You know, where's this promotion button? We will, we'll totally donate. <laughs> we'll donate, um, so you can improve your sound. So, I was gonna wait until more, you know, than two people showed up to say that, but I started thinking about it and thought, you know, it's probably a lot easier to write and say, "I love you, Joe. Everything you do is perfect." I totally appreciate those of you who did that. And I love that you all like spring to my defense (laughs) over the tiniest little arrow. Like that makes me feel so good going into the future for when, I don't know, something really bad happens. (laughs) I know you have my back. Um, But I think it's harder to write in and say like, yeah, I mean, the sound could be better. Or um, I would totally donate to help the sound quality, you know. Uh, Someone, Michael, was saying that he has – He's a long-term podcast listener, and so are a lot of his friends, and they're like sound Nazis. So (laughs) I guess the sound Nazis are out there somewhere. Maybe you're one of them. So I am going to put a donation button up. Hopefully I'll have it up by next week, and then we can get that rolling. And uh, I promised as soon as I hit $20 that I would – I will upgrade my Blog Talk Radio account. So this might be the last shitty show you ever listen to. <laughs> thank you, Ashley, Jen, Michelle, everybody who sent me very nice messages, all of you. Thank you so much. I think this might be a turning point here. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But today, let's get back to the body of a witch because that's what we're really here to talk about today. And I want to talk about transforming the denser energies of your body, I've been reading lately the little blurbs that I write on Facebook to promote the show, and I think that's helpful because uh, I really get those off of Blog Talk. Blog Talk asks you to create a little promotional blurb. um, So it forces you kind of to think about what you're going to say in a nutshell. So I like to read those out loud here. So my nutshell goes like this. Personal transformation often begins in the mind. But there is another way. Courting change through the denser energies of the body can have a profound impact on all areas of your life. So, what do I mean by denser energies? I mean flesh and blood like pinch it, poke it, <laughs> stab it, um, your body. I'm talking about your body body because it's it's funny um we're all a bunch of new agey people here and there's so much talk about vibrations and um the different levels of your astro astral body and a lot of talk about finer lighter energies like the energies of doing you know like crystal healing or reiki and things like that so it was kind of funny actually specifying the denser energies of your body because it's so in your face it's so here and now but um magically minded people we like to live up in those like higher finer vibrations a lot of the time so uh I thought this would be fun to talk about. In previous episodes and videos on this theme, I spoke about how holding certain body postures or working with movement or breath work or mudras, things like that can have a direct and immediate impact on your state of being, your state of mind, your state of feeling. And all of that is so very, very good to know in the short term when you need to pivot out of fear, or just a really bad mood, or maybe you want to enter into a situation like a first date, or a job interview, or a party of strangers in a very intentional way. All of those tips and tricks that I shared this month, and really last month, and for years. (laughs) That's kind of my specialty, but um, everything I've shared this month and last month I think can really help with that, or a lot of what I've shared, maybe not everything, but... There's some good little tips and tricks for doing that. Um, And if you do it all the time, it becomes long-term. But those are good little short-term things that can help you. But I wanted to end this series on the body of a witch by talking about the slower, more profound transformation that can take place when you transform your physical body. Keep in mind, too, that I'm not just talking about losing weight or building muscle although that is totally a part of what I'm talking about. I'm also very much thinking about the psychological and mental health connection that takes place when you change your body. Um, for example, from your gut to your brain. And your gut, I mean, people talk a lot about the gut now and the health movement. I don't know if you're a part of that, but when I say gut, I'm talking about your intestinal system, um, which is actually known as your second brain because in a very real way, it is. I was just listening to Daniel Vitalis did a podcast with. I'm going to forget his name. Sean something rather wrote a book about sleeping, and was talking about that about uh, ninety upwards of ninety five percent of your body's serotonin, which is the feel good chemical in your brain, and also a precursor to melatonin, which is what helps you sleep it's produced in your gut. So, um if that just just to underscore the idea that what is going on in your belly is actually running the show sometimes even more than whatever positive thinking you're trying to apply to your life or any kind of mentalism you're trying to put into play. Um you are what you eat. You think what you eat. And I know this on a deep level because this is something that I learned through experience, through many, many years of trial and error, and it utterly and completely changed my entire life. I cannot say that more dramatically because it is so true. It also greatly improved my son's quality of life. Uh, And I'll blab it at anybody who's willing to listen. Don't ever call me if you have a health problem. Don't ever call me if you have a mental health problem. (laughs) If you don't want to hear somebody try to convince you to change your diet, because I'm that person. Um, But besides the birth of my son, that's probably the most significant change I have or will ever experience. I healed myself of chronic anxiety and depression using food. And that was after many, 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 many years of trying to solve these things through self-help, personal development, psychology, that's how come I know all this stuff, that's why I know all of these things about, I mean, I looked under every single nook and cranny, rock and crevice in the personal development field trying to fix myself through my mind, and then it was just crazy how it ultimately ended up changing was with food. It actually began with cutting out gluten and dairy and working with amino acids like DLPA, GABA, L-tyrosine, L-glutamine, yada, yada, yada. You've heard me say all that before. (laughs) And this isn't really about that, but it is. It is and it isn't. And when people want to work with me uh, on similar issues, like a lot of people will contact me for anxiety and depression um, for coaching calls. They often are not thrilled that... um, I suggest changing their diet. People are very, very resistant to changing their diet. That's, I mean, if you want to talk about getting into some shadow work or uh, just resistance that we hold, try changing your diet. (laughs) That'll teach you something about yourself because I realized like, whoa, there's a mental component to this too. People like, they will go kicking and screaming to change, I mean, even just like one meal out of the day. It's really interesting. how that works I was the opposite I was like just tell me what to do and I'll do it (laughs) do I need to rub like elephant poop all over my head where's the elephant poop I was just so (laughs) desperate I would try anything um and I think I'm a person that's just I like to experiment that way so but anyway I I learned a lot doing that and that's why four years since 2012 um, I have tried to shoehorn the sad to sexy program that I lead into the kick ass switch brand and why some of you probably felt like a disconnect there because it's so not on brand. Um, to me in my head it made perfect sense, but um I had said at the top of the month that I was gonna be doing another round of sad to sexy and I'm not. Sad to sexy has died. It is over. I will never be doing sad to sexy again. <laughs> um, I'm going to be announcing this uh, at the end of Thursday's video more formally, um, but. I can't let that go entirely. At some point in the future, I'm gonna be repurposing all of that research and content into something called the healing magic of food, magic with a K. Um, But I had a really amazing opportunity come up in my life. I'm not gonna suck up our time here talking about that, but something had to give and I've always felt that disconnect there and um, I know most of the people that listen to me and watch me, they just want to talk about magic, 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 magic. So <laughs> I'm just going to really, like, streamline things. I'm going to go for this opportunity that came to me. I think it was the law of attraction and magic that brought it my way, but it's an opportunity to make one of my biggest dreams come true. So something had to go. <laughs> so I'm going to let the Sad to Sexy program go for now. Um, And then when it comes back around, I've already been using the hashtag on Instagram, the healing magic of food, and I will slowly transform everything in that way. But um, in short, I will just say, if you're trying to use crystals and herbs to improve your health and things like that, I really recommend, you know, magic isn't always the answer, and you know crystals speaking of denser energy that's like a finer energy reiki and stuff like that um try changing something more tangible something more dense like your food uh eat real food educate yourself about what real food is because there's a lot of lies in that industry um and it's worth taking the time oh I'm going to go down another track. I don't want to go down right now. That's what I did on the Sad to Sexy program. I educated people about what real food is and how to find it and how to cut through all the dogma. Um, but, you know, if it grows out of the planet Earth, that's a good sign. <laughs> I'll share some tips in Thursday's video on how to do that. But for today's purposes, I just wanted to go a little more broad. I don't just want to talk about food. I want to mention it because it's really important, um, but I wanted to talk about a variety of ways to change, to transform the denser energies of your body. And I say energies because everything is energy. Um, but some of it's solid. You can knock on it. You can squeeze it. You can touch it. Um, and that's what I'm thinking about today. Fitness is actually the first thing that came to mind when I was thinking about today's show. Uh I've talked about this before, but I was an incredibly skinny, 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 skinny kid. And as I got into, like, junior high and then especially high school, I got so much shit, especially from other girls, for being skinny. And it gave me a complex, and I tried really hard to gain weight, um, and I couldn't. And uh, I got to the point where I was eating five Egg McMuffins for breakfast. (laughs) And I always wanted an audience, too, if I was eating, like, see, I'm eating. I'm, like, eating to the point where I'm practically sick. It's like, oh, so much food. Um, And I just, I don't know, I was hyper, but I was also just really naturally thin. So then there was a big weightlifting culture in Bakersfield where I grew up. So I got into bodybuilding, and I started buying Muscle and Fitness magazine, and I had a big fat book by Corey Everson, which was She's like a huge buff, like the female Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) But it was a woman. I was like, oh, a woman does this. Um, And I started lifting weights at the gym, and that's when I really started seeing my body take on a different shape. Um, So that was really exciting to me. And to this day, I still totally love weightlifting. I love it. I do a lot of other things as well, but um, I still love it because, I don't know. I think when you fall in love with something when you're a teenager, it really sticks with you. And uh, hang with me if you're thinking, what the hell does this have to do with magic? I think all change that you create in conformity with your will is magic. I know that's way too broad for a lot of people, so I will try to tie this in better with magic. But (laughs) um, this all makes sense in my mind. I don't know why... I feel I need to defend it a little bit. <laughs> but um anyway, just let's move on, shall we? 'Cause I'm I'm feeling very neurotic today. I keep analyzing what's coming out of my mouth as I'm saying it. <laughs> I see a lot of pe- I've seen a lot of people transform a relative of my son's. He's not my direct relative, but he's a boy I've known forever. Uh I watched him transform his whole life and go from having really low self-esteem to a great sense of confidence by lifting weights. And he's actually in the firefighting academy now, and we're all very proud of him. But he, he really started by weightlifting and building up his body. And you saw, like, the pride and confidence that he felt as his body started transforming and people reacted to him different. They'd be so surprised when they saw him if they hadn't seen him in a long time. And I think that's magical that he was able to literally like shape shift that way, completely change his body from a scrawny little kid to like a muscle man. And there is a stereotype. I guess this is why I was being defensive. There's a stereotype of like the big, dumb muscle head. Uh, And I know probably that doesn't resonate with a lot of people that are into magic, personal development, stuff like that. We tend to be a more intellectual bunch. Um, but I've always known weightlifting to be the opposite, to be highly creative. It's making a work of art of your own body. And, I mean, yoga does the same thing, FYI. So if you know weightlifting does not resonate with you, I just happen to enjoy it. But yoga <laughs> does something very similar. Um, but weightlifting, it's great for a person like me who is naturally creative but spends a lot of time up in my head because creating physically, it's like an awesome foil to that. And then it has its own really unique lessons to share, insights and awarenesses about who you are that can only be had in the doing, things that you can only learn from going through that physical transformation. So as you watch the flesh of your body change, who you are is changing along with it. The world around you is changing because people are acting differently around you. It's an incredible experience to have. Dancing is a lot like that for me too. And I know a lot of you experience something similar with running, but I was just I just had this idea of of weightlifting in my head today because it's so creative. It's like sculpting your own body. And there's something really magical about that to me. Remember how I was saying to a couple of weeks ago that business coach Shanda Sumner, she She has her clients, she teaches her clients how to make money and create success as entrepreneurs by having them train for a half marathon. Um, And that's because the lessons inherent in that kind of training are going to be driven home in a way that reading a book will never do. As much as I love reading books, I know this to be true. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's like Shanda is teaching people (laughs) money and business by like having them do something that seems like it has nothing to do with it, by like training for a marathon and then they come to find out it has everything to do with it. That's what I think that working on your body transforming the physical flesh of your body can do for you as a magician. Um, It's an amazing way to develop your will and willpower, you know, to dare, to know, to will, it has so much to do with magic. Being a really powerful magician, practitioner of law of attraction, you need to have a strong desire and you need to have a strong will and that is what you need to make that kind of physical transformation take place and you will be tested. It'll teach you how to push through obstacles, how to practice active recovery, the rhythms of exertion and rest and exertion and rest and exertion and rest, and you learn that you can't even reach your goals by exertion alone and that rest is essential, which is something that witches learn by studying the wheel of the year or working with the phases of the moon. So it's strangely similar, I guess, in theory, but just different in the execution and an opportunity just to learn those lessons in a different way. It reminds me too of what witches learn by working with mother nature in a hands-on way, by choosing to plant a garden. A lot of people do that. A lot of pagans do that. A lot of Wiccans do that. They'll plant a garden. And it teaches kind of that similar thing of working with obstacles and the rhythms of nature, nurturance and rest and all that good stuff, bringing something to manifestation. So they go through all the phases of nurturance and care to that point of whatever, materializing fruit, whatever it is they're trying to bring into reality, which again ties in with the wheel. I use I use the garden analogy a few times in uh, the Psycho-Spiritual Wheel of the Year group that I lead because it's a really good one. But what I'm saying here is that you can do something similar with your own body. And aren't you a part of nature? I'm always saying you're like a piece of the divine, and you are on one level, and then on another level... You're a piece of nature. You are living, breathing, moving nature, which is cool. And I love that you can work from the inside out or you can work from the outside in, which is kind of what we're talking about today. So imagine planning, planting a seed of intention to transform the shape of your body And then nurturing that change over time with daily loving care, which is going to be lots of workouts, (laughs) good, you know, eight hours of sleep every night, feeding your body healthy food, being patient, it's going to require patience, it's going to require pushing through obstacles, it's going to require meeting and confronting your shadows, all the way to the point of celebration, of manifestation. And for you, that point might look like a stronger core in the name of pain-free living. Maybe you have a lot of back and neck problems and you want to strengthen your core. Um, So that could be what you're trying to manifest. Or it could just be wanting to rock an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka-dot bikini. One is not more moral than the other. Um, But, you know, you're going to learn a lot about yourself no matter what the goal is. And that's that's my point. Um, and attention from the opposite sex is just a groovy side benefit. Bones <laughs> <Buzz> of steel. <laughs> did – you know what? I'm, I'm jumping the shark here. Uh, did you see Game of Thrones, the premiere? If you didn't, I am about to say a, a huge spoiler. So plug your ears and la, 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 la for the next 30 seconds. At the end – of the premiere of Game of Thrones, the red woman, this witch um, who is sexy, 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 and super gorgeous and has a beautiful body. She's always been like way confident and always used her body and her sexuality to manipulate situations in addition to her magic. Well, we just saw her Get naked we've seen her get naked before, but the the episode ended with her getting naked. We see her gorgeous body, and then all of a sudden we watch the body transform into ancient, ancient beyond crone. <laughs> she looks like maybe she's been around a couple hundred years, and then she goes and gets in bed, and then it ends. We have to wait to find out what that's all about. um but I thought, oh, that's incredible i mean that's The classic witch, right? And it also just describes why she felt such, why she was so connected to the power of having that young, beautiful body because the youth, youth is really wasted on the youth. We don't know we're beautiful until that beauty starts to fade. We don't know the freedom of body that we have until that freedom starts to fade Um, And then it's only in retrospect that we appreciate it and long for it. Some of us become spiteful and mean toward the younger generations because we want that back. We didn't appreciate it when we had it or maybe we didn't take care of our bodies. But it's never too late to take care of your body. Um, A beloved member of my mom's church, a really significant contributor to that church Um, she's been the piano player for years she is dying and in the final days of cancer she's going to go any day and her body this is what my mom keeps saying when she's updating me on her condition her body's shutting down she's so skinny you know she hasn't eaten in weeks and her body is just wasting away and I've heard this, you know, we've lost loved ones to cancer before, and that's just what happens. Um, and that's what's happening to us right now, but just at a much, much slower, thank God, <laughs> in a much slower way. That's what happens when we age. And that's why I think this trend of strong is the new skinny is extraordinarily powerful and one worth embracing because we don't have to disintegrate we get to control the rate at which we disintegrate and you can reclaim some of your youth and some of your freedom of movement by working with your body. Um, you know, as we age, our bodies start to break down and muscle starts to give way to flab and our backs and necks and knees and hips, they become vulnerable because we don't have the built-in structure to support them. So weightlifting, again, but also yoga, they're great for this to create, like, youthful, you know, really pleasing to look at, but that's not even the point, youthful, rounded muscle and just that pleasant fullness, Um our bodies are meant to move. Movement is so important. I think this trend toward hit, high intensity, interval training, and CrossFit, this is awesome. These are like natural movements that we were made, they're more, uh, they involve more parts, you know, so you're not just like doing a bicep curl, you're moving your entire body the way it was meant to do. Um, If those of you, for those of you who did the Spring Equinox module with me, You know I'm a big fan of rewilding, which to me is super witchy. I think witchy rewilding should be a thing, like this movement to get back to our natural state, to work with nature, to eat our natural diet, to exercise in more natural ways, to develop real relationships with the land we live on and the sun to stop being so afraid of the sun, to find and drink fresh, real water that's not contaminated, all that good stuff, <laughs> to me, is so witchy. I remember wanting to start the Sad to Sexy program because I would see YouTube, which is doing videos on like healing spells, and there would be like a liter of Coke in the background and a bag of chips, and I was just like why why it's like putting a band-aid on a bullet hole you know you've got to fix the problem at the root and if you're going to love nature if you're going to be a, a hippie witch if you're going to work with nature in any capacity learn that you are nature and what you put into your body affects everything it affects your mind it affects your life it affects your magic um, i'm completely out of time but i'm just going to use this to segue into mentioning too that next sunday melting Pain, another turn of the wheel, which means the summer transition module is now available. We're going to be working with DIRT, among other things. <laughs> you can read about what that entails at www.psychospiritualwheeloftheyear.com. I would love to have you join us for that. I will be back here next week. I'm not going to tell you what the subject is. You'll have to tune in to find out. Until we meet again, happy Beltane, happy spring, much love everybody, peace.